Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lindell Report. No commercials there. I just, I'm diving right in from Steve's show. I was just on there. Um, what I didn't get to tell you, and I wanted to tell you right away, was uh, tonight's going to be amazing. We're going to finish part two of all the states from the, all the facts from the 2020 election. These are facts. They can't, uh, no, even a bad journalist, a horrible journalist, no one can argue this. Even Alan Duke. He's hiding out, old Alan Duke, the Facebook fact checker. Nobody can dispute these. Brandon and I are going to go through them line by line. But you're going to be reading here, uh, like you say, rumor has it that um, um, Donald Trump, our great real president Donald Trump, released this. Uh, these are backed up facts for all those five states that we know were stole. Remember, there's more that were stole, like Minnesota, New Hampshire, so many others. Uh, but Donald Trump, these were the ones that were so blatant because they had to stop counting in the middle of the night and they had to all do different things to steal this election because they fear um, um, our great real president Donald Trump from um, saving our country, cleaning up our country and uh, doing common sense things that help all people. So, Brandon, where were we? Do you remember on Georgia? Yeah, we were just trying to finish up uh, Georgia and I think I have it right here. All right, here it is, guys. This is, again, what we're looking at. We went through the introduction. Then we went into Georgia, and I'll tell you where we stopped. I think we stopped yeah. right about, let's see how much more we had to go here. Uh, this was- well, while, you're, while you're doing that, while you're doing that, Logan, I want you to change to the Lendell plan because as people, as, as Brandon reads this, people are just gonna be upset and go, what can we do? This is, this is, <laughs> you know, you guys, I know one of the things you're going to see tonight is you're going to see Pennsylvania having more votes than voters. And it says right there in their constitution, you cannot certify if you have more votes than voters. You have to find out why. That's a law, a big law. Pennsylvania didn't care. Ah, push it through. Maybe nobody will notice. And by the way, they did it in 2022 again. They've done it in the last three elections. I don't know what's wrong with the people running that, running those guys, that state up there, these, the crooked politicians. Um, I, Brandon, I think that was uh, Republicans that did that up there, by the way. I, I think it was. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, most of the states that we're finding where we're getting blocked is Republicans. Like, you know, there might be other people up for the Rafi Award, uh, crooked Brad Rassenberger down in, down in Georgia. Um, by the way, everybody talks, there was a big article came on about Robin Voss winning that award. Um, you got, I want to announce that too, while you're looking for that brand. Yeah, I'm ready when you um, are. We're going to do a big recall event, everybody on January 14th in Wisconsin. I just decided Brandon about 20 minutes ago, I'm going to go speak at that. Yeah. Yeah. It put me over the edge, but I'm so upset with a guy like Robin Voss. I think I'm going to be there, and I oh, I know I'm going to be there. So um, I'm going to be speaking there. It's a big recall event. Uh, we don't know where it's going to be at yet. They're picking, they're getting venues. It's going to be a big event. I'll bet you thousands show up because, Brandon, I go to Wisconsin all the time. The number one thing in the street is to get rid of Robin Voss. That's mm. the number one talk. You know, how does this guy have been around, what, 10, 20 years? They, and the media says, He's done all good things for Wisconsin. We can't figure out why Mike Fidel would pick on a Republican like Robin Voss. We should pull that article up one of these days. Maybe Robin can win two awards a week or two awards, a monthly award and a weekly award. 
But anyway, we got a big, we'll, we'll film that live, everybody. We'll have that live on, on uh, Lineal TV, the Robin Voss Recall. The Robin Voss Recall Rally, they call it. Wow. All right, let's, All right. Yeah, let's so go. here we are. Here's, here's, we're almost done with the state of Georgia before we go to the other four. An estimated 30,000 to 92,670 illicit votes were trafficked in Georgia as part of a massive ballot trafficking operation discovered by True the Vote, who, by the way, won a huge case today in Georgia. I'll be covering that on my show tonight with Garland Favorito, who's one of his guys was involved in that case. Uh, the group identified 242 traffickers in Georgia who engaged in 5,662 ballot drops into drop boxes, making an average of 23 runs per trafficker. <coughs> Over 40% of the illicit drops that were captured on camera were recorded between non-voting hours of midnight and 5 a.m. There were over 364,000 ineligible voter registrations on the rolls during the 2020 election, and likely 67,284 votes were cast from voters with invalid residency. A massive manipulation of the Georgia voter rolls surrounding the 2020 election have been uncovered. This includes 1,500 voter IDs that received credit for voting in 2020, but were not on any voter rolls from 2020, some appearing for the first time on their voter rolls on November 4th, 2021, a year after the election. Other findings include manipulation of inactive voters to cast ballots gifting November 3rd votes up to two years after the election and casting votes on ballots previously rejected, canceled, or not even turned in. in, uh, in hey, Brent, hey, Brent, I want to I want to say something here. I want to explain to our audience. Um, you know, you just talked about true to vote, everybody. Everyone remembers that was the movie 2000 Meals, everybody. Now, you remember how much publicity that got. That it was that was Dinesh D'Souza and Salem Media, actually, Brandon, financed that. They they put a lot into that movie and and, and marketed that movie. Now, now, everybody's heard me say how upset I always am with Salem Media, Fox News, and Newsmax, because none of them will report anything that has to do. Back then, it was anybody wants to talk about machines, you can't say the swear word Dominion. You certainly can't say Smartmatic or any of these machine names. Don't forget ESNS. Um, so it was kind of, and remember, Brandon, back in, back in the day, I think it was at your studio, I was, we were doing a Francathon, and I just kind of lost it for an hour on Salem Media because at that time, you know, they're getting, they're getting, selling my pillow, getting, getting uh, advertising. They're getting money from selling my pillow. But I couldn't go on Salem Media to say why I was getting canceled. Remember that? Yes. So I couldn't go on everybody by getting canceled, you know, to tell everybody why am I getting canceled. So I said to them, you know what, maybe you should quit selling my pillows then. Because I, if I can't tell people why I'm getting canceled, would I rather lose my money or my voice? Well, I think everybody knows in this country, I um, I obviously picked my voice. You know, I want my, I, we have to get the word out. There won't be, there won't be anything if we don't secure our elections and save our country. So anyway, I went back round and round with Salem Media, everybody. Now, here comes Salem Media, with, and I believe it was the summer of 22 when that movie came out. Was that right, Brandon? Um, uh, and, um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah anyway, so Salem Media comes out with 2,000 meals, and it's all over. And whenever I went down to Mar-a-Lago, we had a big showing there. They're going, hey, we've got all the evidence, all the hosts that were in the movie and everything. And Mike, almost like, you know, hey, Mike, you were wrong. We found the real evidence. 
Now think about this, everybody. This was cameras showing people blatantly committing crimes right on camera. And they had cell phone teams, so they can't even deny who they are. It tracked right in and right out. And so they had the best evidence in history. In fact, with, with this technology brand, they've, they've solved more crimes with cell phone things. I mean, they can track you anywhere. As you know, they took mine at a Hardee's. Um, you know, they just thought, hey, let's track Mike going down hunting with his buddy and take his phone. Well, anyway, my point being is this. Why didn't that movie get traction? Why didn't it get, where did it, well, how, how were they able to bury everything, everybody? I'll tell you why. Newsmax and Fox News would not talk about that movie. It was banned from both those stations. Now, I get a call from Salem Media, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, check, check this out. Salem Media calls me up, and this is what I did to them. So bring you back on camera here. I got to show you. This. Yeah, yeah. So here, so here, I get a call from the executives at Salem, going, "Can you believe that Fox News and Newsmax they won't play anything and won't talk about um, 2,000 meals?" And I went, "No way! <laughs> you got to be kidding me!" So you guys just understand this because you you wonder what happened there. I get asked all the time. Was the evidence in 2,000 meals no good? Of course it was good. We all watched it with our own eyes. Well, if it doesn't get legs because of the TV, because of Fox News and Newsmax, big outlets we trusted, then it gets buried, everybody. That's why, and I'm bringing this in full circle, how important it is. That's why Lou Dobbs is coming over here. You know, he wants to spread the word. He wants to get our voices out there when we find positive things that everybody knows about them, you know, that we get the word out. That's why it's so important, everybody, you tell everyone about Lindell TV and that you help out with the offense fund. But Brandon, I just thought I'd bring that. I won't, I want you to keep going, but okay. 2000 meals was a big thing. And didn't you always wonder why that got suppressed, Brandon? I guess I told you why. I mean, can you imagine if Fox News and Newsmax every night when they went, look at this evidence, Donald Trump was right. Mike Lindell was right. All the tin foil people were right. Of course the election was stolen. Nowadays, 70% of the people don't trust our election platform. That's Democrats, Republicans, everybody. And you'll see why here, everybody. But keep going. Okay. Uh, let's see. Massive manipulation of the Georgia voter rolls surrounding the 2020 election has been uncovered. Uh, this includes 1,500 voter IDs that received credit. Did I read this one here or not? Yeah, I read that yep, one. Okay. Yep, yep, in 2020, yep. there there were absentee ballots issued to Bangkok, Thailand, Georgia, Denver, Georgia, Detroit, Georgia, Los, An Los Angeles, Georgia, and other fraudulent addresses that do not exist. Ballots were fraudulently cast in 2020 from addresses listed as Bronx, Georgia, Hilton Head, Georgia, Louisville, Georgia, San Diego, Georgia, New Orleans, Georgia, French Creek, Georgia, Virginia Beach, Georgia, Vicksburg, Georgia, Baltimore, Georgia, New York, Georgia, and Sarasota, Georgia, all with zip codes out of state. Wow. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? None of that just surprises me as I've been, I've been involved with every state. Do you know in South Dakota, you can use a park bench for your address? You're kidding. No, you can use that, and, and there's a lot of them that do. It's or, or that, but you obviously, Brand, they're just putting fake names in. Remember, everybody, when I say people do that, no, they're pulling names from the voter rolls, and you know, you track down an address, and there's a park bench. Come on. 
43,970, excuse me, 43,907 Dropbox ballots violated chain of custody requirements in DeKalb County. That's just one county. 59,000 of the 79,460 Dropbox ballots in Fulton County were not immediately transported to the election register in violation of state election board rules. Hmm. An estimated 355,000 ballot transfer forms for Dropbox ballots are missing statewide. Over 100,000 tally sheets for Fulton County were missing from the hand count audit and remained missing for months after the election. In early January 2021, uh, Ruby Freeman asked for an attorney because she wanted to, quote, go live on every platform, in quote, quote, to divulge information about how, quote, the USB ports, in quote, were used in the 2020 election. The expert cyber report by Professor J. Alex Holderman explained how external USB ports with election-changing malware can be inserted into Dominion machines by anyone with access, including election workers. The press, or excuse me, the presence of a QR code mismatch error within the Dominion tabulators that systematically undercounts votes was found in 65 out of 70, excuse me, 65 out of 67 Georgia counties where records were available. The error was present in system log files for the tabulators used in the 2020, 2021 and 2022 elections. The election results in Georgia in 2020 are not only unreliable, but were electronically altered and are unsupported by the state's own election records. The appearance of tens of thousands of unconfirmed ballots and subsequent hand and machine counts suggest reconciliation happened after the election, meaning after it was clear what margins were needed to win. Absolutely. Fulton County election officials admitted in early 2021 they do not engage in any reconciliation until weeks after Election Day. This means the number of voters showing up at the polls during each day of voting is not checked with the number of ballots tabulated each day, a basic process to ensure the number of ballots and voters match and cannot be manipulated later. Quote. And remember, and remember, everybody, yesterday, if you get a chance, this whole thing is posted on lindellplan.com, too, by the way. You can go through it. Yesterday, if you missed part one of this, uh, there was um, in the, uh, I guess, Brandon, it was between, it was the last two hours in Fulton County, I think it was, where it was almost impossible the number of votes that came in or that they said came in. And uh, you guys said it was like three-fourths of all the votes came in there, and they have, they have it documented that there, you know, the people, there weren't big lines, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it was disgusting. You guys said, this is why it takes so long to get through Georgia. Remember, our great real president, Donald Trump, in that infamous call with Brad Crook and Rassenberger, had in his hand all these things that happened in Georgia. He had the actual stats from Rassenberger, 10,000 dead people um, that are names that voted, right, and their names were used. Um, 17,000 people that don't live in Georgia that voted. You've just seen all the addresses they use there, right? Right. But he had this list in front of him, and he said to Crook and Brad, hey, um, can you just find any of these two? Like, when he's saying, investigate any of these two, then I win because it's only 11,740 votes. And Brad said, everybody, those are the wrong numbers. 
So the president, and this was during that hour call, they didn't release this part until it then got released later. And the president goes, well, where are the real numbers? Or where do we get these numbers? And, and his attorney says, sir, we got them from Brad. And then the president said, well, when are you going to give us the real ones? Those were the real ones, Brandon. That's where he went silent. And then the next thing you know, they're leaking stuff to the Washington Post and trying to do the biggest cover-up for the biggest crime in history. Keep going. Okay. Um, we quote, we can't start reconciling that until usually a couple days before certification, end quote. Said then Fulton County Elections Director Richard Barron during a January 2021 board meeting, quote, because we have to get that report from No Inc. I think No Inc. sends those to the state or No Inc. sends those directly to us, but those aren't compiled then on election night. So we don't have any way to balance those then. That's like the post-election process that we do, in quote. All right, so this is, uh, this is page 11. So let's go to page 12. And I think page 12 brings us now to Wisconsin. So we've now Here completed we go, Georgia. Everybody. We're only on the second state. We will, these are shorter, though. I think so Wisconsin has a, probably the second most uh, fact. Uh, and the, by the way, everybody, these are facts that are backed up with footnotes on, the, on this list. So it's funny, Brandon, you don't see uh, Alan Duke covering up this on our platform, do you? <laughs> Good old Alan Duke. Okay, let's go. Wisconsin, Here's Wisconsin. Wisconsin was called by 20,682 votes. <laughs> The Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled drop boxes are illegal under Wisconsin law in a four to three decision issued in July of 2022. Wisconsin Election Commissioner Megan Wolf unilaterally declared ballot drop boxes could be used to vote in 2020 elections, even though Wisconsin Election Commission's commissioners never voted to adopt this memo. Ahead of the November 2020 election, Wolf encouraged clerks to use, quote, creative solutions, end quote, to deploy drop boxes that she said could be, quote, unstaffed, end quote. There were 528 drop boxes used in the general election and a total of 1,969,274 absentee votes cast, including 1,346,731 votes cast by mail and 653,236 in person. In a concurring opinion to the ruling finding drop boxes to be unlawful, Justice Rebecca Bradley writes, quote, if the right to vote is to have any meaning at all, elections must be conducted according to law. Throughout history, tyrants have claimed electoral victory via elections conducted in violation of governing law. In Wisconsin, elected officials derive their just powers from the consent of the governed, end quote. Quote, the right to vote presupposes the rule of law governs elections. If elections are conducted outside of the law, the people have not conferred their consent on the government. Such elections are unlawful and the results are illegitimate, end quote. Justice Bradley concluded, quote, thousands of votes have been cast via this unlawful method, end quote, using drop boxes, quote, thereby directly harming the voters, end quote. The illegality of these drop boxes weakens the people's faith that the election pr produced an outcome reflective of their will, end quote. Justice Bradley writes, quote, the Wisconsin voters and all lawful voters are injured when the institution charged with administrating Wisconsin elections does not follow the law, leaving the results in question. Electoral outcomes obtained 
by unlawful procedures, corrupt the institution of voting, degrading the very foundation of free government. Unlawful votes do not dilute lawful votes so much as they pollute them, which in turn pollutes the integrity of the results. End quote. In the city of Milwaukee, nearly half of all its voters or all of its votes were cast by mail, totaling 217,424 ballots. The city deployed 15 drop boxes with election officials claiming the drop boxes would be, quote, under 24-hour surveillance, end quote. However, after the election, not a single municipality in the county produced video surveillance of drop boxes in response to open records requests. Various responses included, quote, no records exist for your request, end quote, quote, no video from requested time frame, end quote, quote, no such records exist, end quote, and quote, no security camera, end quote. Hey, hold it right there. I want to I want to quickly explain to people that are that are watching because um, I had to learn all this. You guys, when they're when, what they're talking about, when they get the requests, we all have rights. They're called freedom of under the Freedom of Information Act. Um, some some states call it the Sunshine Act or Sunshine Law, but but mo for most states, it's uh, for Freedom of Information Act. That's where so much of this has been. So much of the facts that, that our government held from us has been gotten. We've uh, including cast vote records. So all these people across the country, all these great people out there, have put in requests. Some of them as part of groups. Some of them as individuals and ask for all these different things. And then um, for the most part, um, and, you know, it's probably 50-50 where they actually give you what they're supposed to give you. Other states, you know, they block this and they'll say, oh, we don't have it. Like Minnesota said, we don't even know what a cash vote record is. But if we did have it, you can't have it. I mean, it's disgusting. Or South Dakota. South Dakota did not give up one cash vote record this red state. So, but that's not everything. Like you say here, under the Freedom of Information Act, you ask for these videos. So we don't know if they never even put them up to do videos or if they're withholding them from the citizens. The election integrity group True the Vote identified 107 ballot trackers, traffickers in Milwaukee County between October 20th, and November 3rd, 2020, who each made 20 or more visits to drop boxes. Each trafficker made an average of 26 visits and as many as 15 in one day and made multiple visits to non-governmental organizations. The 107 traffickers made a total of 2,824 trips to drop boxes during the 2020 election, with the majority of visits occurring after 8 p.m. In 2020, there was a surge of, quote, indefinitely confining, quote, votes in Wisconsin, resulting in 220,404 votes cast from individuals who were exempted from showing voter ID. The surge of suspect votes was due to Democrat election clerks giving advice that was deemed illegal after the election, instructing voters to identify themselves as disabled during the COVID pandemic to avoid voter ID laws. Wow. Indefinitely confined voters who are supposed to be physically unable to go to the polls due to age, disability, or illness increased by an astounding 393% in Dane County from 2016 to 2020, 492% in Racine County, 281% in Milwaukee County, and 287% in the state overall. There were just 56,978 indefinitely 
confined votes in 2016 and roughly 70,000 in 2019. In 2020, however, there was 220,404 votes cast using indefinite confinement status. Over 77% of these individuals had never been listed as indefinitely confined before. The Wisconsin Legislature Audit Bureau identified 48,554 people who voted as indefinitely confined in November 2020 who had never provided photo identification or did not vote, have photo, photo identifications on file with clerks, which is more than twice the vote margin of 20,682. <laughs> wow, it's unreal. Scott McDonald, the Democrat clerk of Dane County, which encompasses the area of Madison, told all residents they could identify themselves as indefinitely confined because of COVID, specifically citing it as a way to get around the voter ID law. McDonald previously blamed Wisconsin's voter ID law for President Trump's victory in 2016, claiming in a 2018 Twitter post that, quote, thousands of voters were deterred from voting due to the ID law, end quote. In 2020, McDonald urged all voters to declare themselves indefinitely confined in order to obtain an absentee ballot and, quote, skip the step of uploading an ID, end quote, in the April 2020 primary election. Once a voter is identified as indefinitely confined, they continue to receive absentee ballots automatically for subsequent elections. Quote, I urge all voters who request a ballot and have trouble presenting a valid ID to indicate that they are indefinitely confined, end quote, McDonald said in a Facebook post. Isn't that something that you can buy? A, you can go into a department store and you'll get carded for buying cough syrup sometimes, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you get carded, you got your ID for everything. What if, you know, it's just amazing. A lot me. of uh, states and pharmacies now are making you get, you know, registered uh, and have for a long time just to get Sudafed, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the uh, I'm not kidding, though. I was carded. I think I was a Target store back in the day. I was buying cough syrup. I said, are you out of your mind? It's cough syrup. Because I didn't have an ID then. This is back when I didn't have a driver's license. It was years ago, but I was still upset. I'm going, are you kidding me? That's cops, sir. Well, you know, I couldn't buy it. I literally couldn't buy it. And uh, here they're telling this person's telling people in Wisconsin, oh, just get around it. You know, oh, Donald Trump won because people couldn't get to the polls because they didn't have an ID. Granted, everyone can get an ID. Even if, you, if, you don't, if you're a drunk and, you're and you don't have a driver's license, they give you an ID card or a state ID. And by the way, do you do you see all the states that came out this week that are giving uh, voter ID or give excuse me giving uh, IDs identification cards to illegal immigrants along with health insurance? It's, it's, now, how it's how do you real. think that will go for voter fraud? Yeah, it's going to be. They're probably trying to get enough, knowing that they we're probably going to have so many of these machines gone, or they should try and uh, they're going to do everything they can to steal these elections and and this election and. Um, just like they did here. You guys realize, look at all these facts. Now, we went through Georgia, we're almost through Wisconsin, and we'll get through the other three states, but every one of these bullet points would completely at least stop the election and would have to be investigated because it broke a law. Why do you have laws if you're never going to, oh, oh, the election's over, we're not going to look into it, or this happened, oh, we're not going to look into it. Remember, everybody, no judge in the United States has looked at any of this stuff based on merit yet, any evidence. 
These are just facts that are so obscene, you can't even make it up. I mean, keep going. There's some good ones coming up here in Wisconsin. I want to get through that. At least get through it. These are amazing. The Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled in December of 2020 that the pandemic, quote, did not render all Wisconsin electors indefinitely confined, thereby obviating, uh, uh, what's that word? Hmm. The requirement of a photo ID identification to obtain the, an absentee ballot. Uh, and that was in quote, in quote, and the clerk's quote, interpretation of Wisconsin election laws was erroneous, in quote. Right. So the Supreme Court said, no, you don't just get to be just because you say you're indefinitely confined. That's not true just because of the China virus. So you know what? you got to go provide an ID to get an absentee ballot. So the Supreme Court made a common sense ruling there, but the, the rest of the state didn't listen to it and go, that person goes, just go ahead and do it anyway. You know, we know the Supreme Court said that, but who are they to tell us? You yeah, know, it's disgusting. Yeah, I think that word's uh, ob right. ob obviating, but that's a word you don't hear used very often. All right, here we go. The Wisconsin Election Commission ordered nursing homes to violate the law by not allowing special voting deputies, SVDs, inside their facilities, which led to election fraud where incapacitated elderly residents had votes cast in their name with the assistance of nursing home staff. Of course, that's where we heard that some of the people were saying, what do you mean my mother voted? She doesn't even know who I am, <laughs> much and, less do the candidates running. And this was a big thing that came out of Wisconsin. I was directly involved in that for months. And we thought, finally, we go, here's a crack. We got more evidence. You know, Fox News, Newsmax, they're up, Salem Media, they're all going to be talking about it. <clears throat> You know who talked about a brand? I think it was us and RSBN. Um, you know, it was just, they had big hearings there uh, with the sheriffs down there of uh, Racing County. Um, and who shows up? I don't even think uh, the, the horrible media, like your Newsweeks and stuff showed up. Nobody shows up. So then, and then we hear it through the grapevine, through social media. But these are, this was the cover up everybody. This was a big thing and it just got, okay. Uh, yes, they acknowledged it happened, and I think people were charged, and then the charges were dropped, if I remember right. Remember that? Yep. Yeah, the DA, the district. Well, in fact, I think we're about to get charges. to that. We're about to get to that. An investigation by the Racine County Sheriff found the Wisconsin Elections Commission, quote, shattered, in quote, state election laws. Nursing homes saw an, quote, unusual surge in voting activity, in quote, and at least eight cases of felony voter fraud, there you are, were found in one nursing home accounting for nearly one in five families of residents. The Wisconsin Election Commission admitted it was, quote, essentially telling the clerks to break the law, end quote, by ordering the sending of absentee ballots to nursing homes and barring special voting deputies inside the facilities. An interim report released by Special Counsel Michael J. Gableman raised, quote, serious and legitimate questions that the certification of Wisconsin's election results may have been undertaken in an unlawful and unconstitutional manner, end quote. Gableman claimed, quote, democracy in the park, end quote, events in Madison involved numerous possible violations of the law, quote, calling into question the validity of over 17,000 absentee ballots, end quote. Of course, remember the margin of victory was just a little over 20,000. These outdoor events to collect mail-in ballots were the subject of numerous complaints and it is not, quote, clear that all of the workers at those events were properly deputized and trained, swore 
and filed the mandatory oath of office or documents related to absentee ballots were properly handled, end quote. The office of the special counsel also claimed evidence of, quote, undue influence by well-funded private groups who leveraged large amounts of grants to certain Wisconsin cities in order to co-opt our election apparatus to their benefit, end quote. The report confirms at least 17.5% of election clerks, quote, were not properly <coughs> trained, in quote, and that, quote, exploitation of elders, in quote, occurred in nursing homes. In one example, uh, Merrily Mer Mer Barrett, who was 104 years old and did not recognize her own children, had a ballot cast in her name in the 2020 presidential election. The Office of Special Counsel's second interim report found nursing homes in Milwaukee, Dane, and Racine counties with 100% turnout due to the Wisconsin Election Commission's order. <laughs> the Special Counsel... Hey, you know, I, I want to interject something there. I mean, we're probably only going to get through Wisconsin. We're going to have part three tomorrow night. But I want to tell you guys something. Uh, and what goes through people's minds is saying, wow, think of all these people, the Wisconsin Commission said, hey, these people can go ahead and vote. We're going to send out these ballots. Um, we're going to make sure they get ballots, which was illegal. They had nobody in there to monitor them. Now, they knew that, okay? Let's say they, they knew that. Now, does everybody here think for one minute that all across these nursing homes in Wisconsin, that all these people illegally went in there and going, hey, taking a chance, walking in a nursing home, going up to this person saying, you know, I want this ballot. I'm going to fill this out for her. Uh, this person and getting all the names right. No, they didn't. I'll tell you what happened. They knew that what this ruling did. So it was easy to pull names from those voter rolls or those people that were in those nursing homes and just electronically vote for them. It's very simple, everybody. When you get to a polling station, that's why it's really hard for them to cheat on the day of. Everybody needs to vote the same day, the day of the election because it's harder for them to cheat. They actually have to flip your vote from a Democrat to a Republican or Republican Democrat. You gotta flip it inside the machine. But as we know, and you know what, and this is how they get caught, if you get there and they say, oh, you've already voted, like it happened all across California in the Newsom recall. But uh, this happens all the time. You get there and you've already voted. Now, but they would rather have brand or people that are on the voter rolls that never will be voting because nobody would ever check into that. So like, like John Merrill, the crooked secretary of state of Alabama, a Republican, when I went down there and said, John, look at your own voter rolls. You have 4,680 4, people that voted over the age of 110. And he looks at me and says, well, Mike, we live pretty good here in Alabama, don't we? You know how frustrating that is when you have people that don't even wanna look in and say, wow, this lady, they voted for her. She's 104 years old. She didn't, and she doesn't recognize her family. Her name was used, everybody. This is why, you know, I don't want anyone out there, Brandon, as we go through this saying, well, look at all these things that were done. Those machines weren't involved. This is, well, no, the, the machines are what it takes to be to, or, to orchestrate all this stuff. But you have all these things. These are facts that were put in. The only way you can explain some of these facts is it was done with computers, everybody. I just want everybody to realize that. You start seeing these numbers like we just seen in Georgia, a quarter million people and more votes than voters, or Pennsylvania, 
That was done with computers. They pulled the names from there. This isn't a bunch of illegal people running and going, hey, let's go vote. Let's go commit felonies. Um, so I just wanted to make that clear and should keep going, Brad. Okay. Because it's just, it gets this, that, this, if anybody out there, any of you horrible journalists watching, if you think for one minute these bullet points say, see, Mike, you were wrong. The machines are fine. We just got to clean up this other stuff. No, the machines are the smoking gun. They are the ones that you have to have that to do all this other stuff, or it would be on a very small scale. You're always going to have cheating in elections, but you, you, but you can do it now with the computers and machines, and you don't need a cabal of millions of people to cheat. You just, right. need, a, you just need some. Right. The numbers become huge. So The special counsel said it possessed evidence of nursing home facility staff and directors who, quote, assisted residents in completing ballots, assisted residents in obtaining absentee ballots, pressured residents wow. to vote, collected completed ballots from residents, forged signatures of residents. So they did do, so some of them did do stuff. Uh, well, then they should be put in prison, shouldn't they? Yeah, they should definitely be charged and uh, prosecuted. But apparently, again, um, somebody in Wisconsin stopped that. Remember that? Yeah, was his name Robin Voss? Um, I'm pretty sure, but um, maybe that's something. I'm sure Robin had his hand in it, but anyway, he stopped all the investigation. I, I do remember that. I think a district attorney got to the sheriff, though, if I remember right. Uh, I think you're anyway, right. Keep, I think you're right. Anyway, keep keep going. Pressured yeah. residents to vote, collected completed ballots from residents, forged signatures of residents, illegally returned residents' ballots to the municipal clerks by mail by placing the ballots in drop boxes and or delivering them directly to the clerks, pressured and or assisted incompetent persons to complete and cast ballots in the November 2020 election, up to wow. and including persons who have had their right to vote taken away by court order due to mental incompetence, end quote. Wow. The second interim report also detailed an $8.8 million, quote, election bribery scheme, end quote, involving Mark Zuckerberg's Center for Tech and Civic Life and the cities of Milwaukee, Madison, Racine, Kenosha, and Green Bay, quote, in the agreement, the cities took CTCL's money to facilitate in-person and absentee voting within their respective city, end quote. The Wisconsin Safe Voting Plan, it was called, developed the CTCL-facilitated grants to major Wisconsin cities to deploy drop boxes for mail-in ballots, including 50,000 to Green Bay, 40,000 to Kenosha, 50,000 to Madison, 58,500 to Milwaukee, and 18,000 to Racine. Whitney May, the director of government services for CTCL, posted numerous anti-Trump posts on social media, including telling people, quote, don't vote for Trump, end quote, in 2016. Internal emails from election officials in Green Bay revealed Michael Spitzer Rubenstein, a former Democratic Party operative, served as a, quote, de facto elections administrator and had access to Green Bay's absentee ballots days before the election, end quote. The Office of the Special Counsel referenced this case and has evidence that this grantee, which was funded by CTCL, was, quote, directly involved in all aspects of management of election officials, was entrusted with the only sets of physical keys to the city's central count location, managed the transportation of ballots, and instructed the counting of unlawful ballots that had arrived at the central count location beyond the lawful time period, end quote. So... Now that brings us to Pennsylvania with three minutes left. Yeah, this might be we, a good place yeah, to stop. Yeah. yeah, let's stop, you guys. We're going to continue on tomorrow night in part three. 
Um, I want to, I want to, you know, you guys just read there what this is. These are facts. They can't deny these facts. Now, where, now, where did they go? Why were they never investigated? Why were they stopped? Because it's a big cover-up. But what is the, what you don't see there is you don't see all the cyber evidence. You know, this is the evidence that if you pulled Wisconsin voter rolls, remember everybody, in Wisconsin, it's not listed there. There's 7,100,000 names on their crooked voter rolls. If every registered eligible voter in Wisconsin was voted, everyone is 4,200,000. Granted, that's almost 3 million names that are up there for things Wisconsin can pull and just stick on there and do whatever they want with the computers. And it is unreal. Donald Trump won, by the way, everybody, Donald Trump won Wisconsin by almost 200,000 votes. So, and uh, I know the, uh, but I, everybody, I know we're hearing the music. You guys, we we have a plan for this. We Because everyone's going, well, what do we do? Why did this happen? It all happened for a reason that right now we have a plan to say, to get rid of these machines, secure our elections and save our country. There's what you need to do right now. Lindell Offense Fund, call the number there, donate whatever you can, or go to lindellplan.com and spread the word everywhere. We're all gonna be there, and we're gonna be the ones who are gonna be, I speak from the stage. Here's what I would do if I was RNC chair. What do you think I would do, Brandon? If I would have been RNC chair, what does everything revolve around? Uh, maybe we'd secure our elections. Yeah, there you go, there you go. And fix our elections instead of taking five losses in a row which, uh, you know, and then no one bothers going, well, we think it was fixed. Let's just campaign harder. Let's get more money from donors. Let's spend it frivolously. Let's, um, you know, and it's not even so much, um, you know, the the irony of this is on five elections in a row that the RNC lost or were part of losing, uh, we're all stolen and uh, every one of them. And if it's a shame, you know, like when they said to me, well, Mike, all this money, what do you think of all this money, this donor money? that's collected and you have all these fees associated with it and all this money spent frivolously, I'm going, it doesn't really matter. It wasn't better if any money going in at that point, if you're not fixing or securing the election is just flushed down the toilet anyway. It doesn't matter how much you raise. You know, Brandon, traditionally, let's raise this money for a candidate this much because we're gonna spend it on TV and whoever spends the most wins. Well, that's not true anymore, is it? Um, it's uh, Let's uh, see how many counties in this country we can get our elections secure. You want to spend money, everybody? Right there. Donate to the LindellPlan.com, the Lindell Offense Fund, 800-598-6747. I will say when we're there, by the way, Kurt Olson's going to be there too. Uh, he's going to answer questions that any of these clerks have about the legalities. What can they do to be within their, their legal bounds in their particular county, in their state. We, Brandon, we have broken down every state into what their state restrictions are. You know, does some states, the county, the county, one person or the group of three or whatever it is, um, um, the county commissioners or clerks or whatever, the election officials, they can just go, hey, we want these machines gone. We're gonna replace them with paper ballots and count it. That's all it takes. This is at the county level, it's so simple. And that's, by the way, that's the majority of the counties in the United States. 
So what we're going to do is we're going to go there, everybody, and we are going to be training a mass of them and answering their question. So when one of them says, well, it's going to cost way too much to do that, and oh, really? Ain't wrong. It's 10x cheaper. 10x cheaper. You can't beat that. Depending if they add cameras and stuff, we suggest they do that, just like because that's also your audit. We have the best. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what I would do. What system would I use? Uh, how about our system we developed that Linda Rant developed, who's also going to be there. Uh, she developed the best hand counting system the world has ever seen. I've seen France's. I've seen Germany's. I've seen the Netherlands, the UK. This was put together here. And, well, has it been proven? Has it been used? Yes, it has. In Osage County, Missouri, we used it last spring. Democrats, Republicans working hand in hand. Well, it's going to take way longer than these machines. No, actually, it got done about the same time. What a concept. Uh, and, and by the way, did you know Argentina just did it with their whole country and they got done on the same day? And they switched from machines. We can't get it done in time. Argentina did. They switched the whole country. Tens of millions of people, and they did it in less than four and a half months. They beat the Netherlands rather, or, uh, record, Brandon. Um, so what we're going to do is any question they have, and plus, everybody, here's something else you can do right now. And I just decided I'm going to announce this. Um, we, I want to be able to give out uh, the wireless monitoring devices for people are there that are real, truly in charge of their county that wants one. We distribute a lot of them in the November 7th election. But we need your help. We need your help. So donate. You're a big donor, Mike, micro donor, macro donor. Donate to the Lindell Plan, the, the Lindell Offense Fund. You can get there at lindellplan.com. Put in your donation. Everything there, we're also going to be taking money from the Offense Fund to get these machines, these devices, not machines, I'd say the machine, but devices that are going to monitor the machines if, that if they come online and they're in their, um, um, in their elections. Remember, they can use these in any election. You could use them at home uh, to detect if something pops up online. I use mine all the time now. Brent, I should have mine on there and demo that one at some one of these nights. Um, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I know you're going to want one, though, and, uh, you know, because uh, <laughs> you go, hey, hey, honey, we got we got three people outside. I wonder if they're paparazzi or what they're doing up there. They're, their, their three cell phones just went online. Hmm. They're, they're trying to get pictures of us. You know? <laughs> but you know what I mean? It becomes a home security device too. And uh, but more, but the most, you know, obviously the most important thing is it detects that uh, these machine companies lie to everybody. The media lied to all of us. It's the biggest lie ever told to to do what? To cover up the biggest cover up of the biggest crime in in the world history. And uh, so. Anyway, everybody, donate to the plan that's going to help and supply those devices. It finances everything that's going on out there. 100% of your money is going to go to help secure our election. By the way, everybody, we, we have a one-stop shop at the LindalePlan.com. You can get, there's two movies you need to get the word out on. One's called State of Denial. That's how, like uh, the Carrie Lake thing that went on down there in uh, Arizona. Kurt Olson's in that movie. It's a I think that's about almost a two-hour film. And then, then you have Let My People Go, one of the most amazing movies I've ever seen. This needs to get out everywhere. And proceeds from that 
If you go there tonight, use promo code Mike, you'll save 50%. I think it's like $9 and some cents a movie. And it's well worth it. You own the movie then and you get you get it out, pay it ahead, pay it forward. Buy thousands of them if you can. Because every every everyone that's paid for, we're gonna get it out to people that need to see this movie. Um, election officials, people in counties, people if you're if you have your county and you want them all to be you know, distributed in your county. So everybody sees this movie. It's the most, I think it's one of the most, if not the most important movie ever made of our lifetime, where so important to our, our plan to secure our election, because it's gonna educate you. Not only that, you're gonna be on the edge of your seat, but you're gonna, it's gonna educate, I don't care who the person is, you're gonna understand everything with the, of how our elections are currently working and, and and you're going to go, well, now what are we going to do? We have to fix all this. Guess what? We have a plan. So the money you're buying the movie, you get to the end of the movie, you're going, wow, I'm going to buy this for a thousand people because everybody needs to see this. And, and, and the money from that is going to go to help secure our election. So it's a win, win, win. And uh, so anyway, Brand, that's uh, that's my opening um, sales pitch there. There you go. Um, there you go. Um, Everybody, Brandon's great. The greatest news in history is next.